Hi, Zelenu, Canon. Um, I had to call you guys about the most iconic movie of all time, Scooby-Doo. Oh, my God. Um, Matthew Lillard is one of the most underrated actors of all time. Uh, this movie is comedy gold, uh, especially the part where Scooby has to dress up as quote-unquote grandma. Um, oh, my God, yeah, this movie is the foundation of my childhood. So I'm more than hyped that you guys are talking about it. Um uh deserved an Oscar. And I know that's a controversial statement, but whatever. I'm here to stand by it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> that's hilarious. What a weirdo. What a lovable freak. Uh OMG is terrific in game. Just a psycho. Perfect Columbine boy, you know. Not the one you think is gonna be the murderer. But uh Boy, does he ever grow up into a man in Scooby-Doo, you know? Gosh, gee. Weird-looking guy. Like, I don't want to like him. I want to fight him as a as a dude. But then, can't argue with the performances. And seems like he's a nice guy on set. So, yeah, really nothing but begrudgingly nice things to say about Matty L. Okay, bye-bye. Hi, guys. Uh, it's Noah. Um... So I saw you had a thing about Matthew Lillard and uh, like to talk my thoughts, to say my thoughts about Matthew Lillard. And um, so I, I have a little story. It's not uh, anything remarkable, but it's, it's kind of cool. Uh, I love Matthew Lillard. First off, uh, he's like one of my favorite actors. Uh, SLC Punk is like one of the most incredible movies ever made. Uh, and he's incredible in that. Um and among other things, among a lot of other things, he's just so cool. But so uh, in college, I uh, I was lucky enough to see him speak. He came to our school and uh, he spoke to a group of performing arts students and uh, film students, et cetera. I mean, I'm not I'm not in film or performing arts or anything like that. Um, I'm an illustrator, so obviously I was just kind of tagging along for the ride. Uh, and he really, when he spoke, I mean, I'm not even kidding. Like, I've probably never heard a more influential and inspirational speech in my life. Not like a speech, more just like a talk, a conversation. But, like, really one of the most nuanced um, presences I've I've ever felt It was with Matthew Willard. Uh, incredibly generous guy, but also, like, he didn't just speak to filmmakers. He spoke to kind of all forms of art and artists. Um, and the coolest thing he said, I thought, was um, really about breaking down the barriers between art forms. And because uh, I, I met him briefly, I told him, like, wow, that was really cool. Uh, I'm not an actor. I'm an illustrator. Uh, and he just said, like, he literally said, word for word, everything is the same shit, everything matters, um, and everything is just as important. So, like, uh, long story short, uh, it was a really cool uh, experience to, to see him talk. Uh, and again, I mean, I've seen people I really look up to, uh, but when I saw him talk and when I spoke to him afterwards, uh, I've really never felt that impact with anyone else. Really... It really kind of surprised me and, and blew me away. But a uh, really influential person, a uh, really cool guy. Um, yeah, no, awesome.
awesome person. Uh, Maggie Wood is great. Yeah, she's she's fantastic. So that was very influential to me, especially starting off early in my, you know, uh, creative journey. Yeah, so that's all I got on Matthew Lillard. He's pretty cool. Um, uh, Are you okay? Hi, everybody. Welcome back to an all-expense-paid trip to Spooky Island. This is Zillennial Canon. I'm Kira. I'm Adam. And by the way, Kira cracked up the opening. I really thought there would be a really <laughs> funny opener, but it was just... I'm trying my best. <laughs> Try harder. Adam and I are recording about an hour and a half later than we usually do. Um, because... <laughs> He texted me at like 9.30 and he was like, hey, I'm ready whenever you are. And I was like, oh, sweet. So we don't usually record for like another hour. So like, do you think I have time to dye my hair? And he's like, yeah. And then it took me like almost two hours to dye my hair. No, it took her like 30 minutes to dye her hair. It took an hour for her to stop dissociating in her room alone. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, So hair now. (laughs) So that's how she's doing this week. Yeah. And I'm, well, actually, let me just say, last week we recorded after the presidential debate, and the week on Twitter has been monumental. Oh, yeah. I broke the news to Adam that Trump has <laughs> In the Bye. best fucking way, too. <laughs> By sending him a meme I made of the crabs raving. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he was like, wait, seriously? <laughs> No, like, deadass, like, I was doing, like, an assignment, and then, like, I didn't, because I was like, if I get on Twitter, I'm just not going to do work. And Mm -hmm. I, of course, I got a text from Kira, I open it, and then that was the way I found out that Trump had COVID. And honestly, if he uh, D-words, I wanted to find out from Kira as well. Like, I don't want to find out anywhere else. Either that or, um, what's her name's daughter on TikTok. Killian Conway. Yeah, I, don't, I can't remember her daughter's name, but I want to find out yeah. from either you or her TikTok page. Yeah, her TikTok has been, like, kind of really bleak, and I feel like people are like, she's an American hero, but literally, like, her TikToks have been, like, a cry for help, and um, people should, like, leave her alone. Like, it's, like, 30-year-old men on Twitter being like, she will save us. Like, she's literally struggling. <laughs> leave her alone. <laughs> I didn't even but, realize until tonight that, like, she... I mean, I, was th- I think I've seen, like, one other thing from her, but mm-hmm. it wasn't until I saw what she said today that I was mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, she has, like... I mean, of course, she has, like, insider knowledge, but, like, she just has no filter when it comes yeah, to saying that Yeah, show. she has posted for a while, like, um, things about her mom that are really... Um, like, basically, she was, like, trying to, like, leave her family and stuff, but what, it's, what's like... What's her name again? Claudia Conway. So do you think Claudia Conway has seen Scooby-Doo 2002? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) I think she... I can't remember if she was born when she... No, I don't think she was born when it came out. Is she, like, um, high school young? She's, like, 16, I think. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah, so she wasn't even born when this came out. Yeah, right, so people are being creeps to her on, like, Twitter 
both liberals and conservatives. Yeah, so. I know nothing about her, but um, I wish her well, I guess. Um, but yeah. no, I do. Um, but <clears throat> no, I yeah. wasn't laughing. I was literally trying not to cough. <laughs> I also um, wish her well, and I wish men on Twitter would leave her alone. Um, all right, so Scooby Doo, Scoobert Dubert. So uh, Adam has not consented to this, but if you guys follow us on social media, <laughs> it's Matthew Lillard month, baby. Wait, so <laughs> if it's Matthew, so what What else is there? Like, we have next Only week- one other thing. Oh, okay. Because I was like, are we going to overhaul with what we had planned? Um, no, I've looked so many times of a way to make it because like the the moment I realized like the amount of things that we're watching with him in it, mm-hmm. I was like, we got to go all in. Like, Summer of Sandman? No, Month of Matthew. <laughs> so, so the question here I have for you, Kira, is yeah, um, the you, question, you, the question. Yeah, the, I know, I, I, you, yeah. yeah, you already know what it is, but I'm going to ask anyways. You're always hesitant to say you have a crush on whatever guy we're talking about or star of whatever movie we're talking about. But are you ready to admit that you have a crush on him? No. Okay, we'll give it next to next week, and then that'll change. Mm. That'll be over. <laughs> if anything, it would have been the first week. I mean, he's not 5'8 and ugly, so I guess we're not going to get it. That might, he's 6'4". That... Too tall. I know, yeah, I was going to say, he's too tall. He might be too good-looking, honestly. So <laughs> He's just too talented to the point where it's scary. He's a great, he's probably like top 10 Twitter personalities for me. Like, I love him on Twitter. Um, really funny guy. Um, and dare I say, perfect Shaggy. Best Shaggy there will ever be. Uh, oh, yeah, 100%. I agree. And I always kind of personally felt that way, but it wasn't until I rewatched it tonight that I was like, no, he's like legitimately great in this movie. Like, yeah. And a genuinely Scoob is, like, good performance. So ridiculously depressing. Who was Scoob in the in the new one? I, I forgot. Know. I know that Zac Efron was Fred, and like Amanda Seyfried was in it, or something. Something. Stupid. She was um. Daphne. Sure. I I don't know. Um, the only thing, all I remember is Simon Cowell, and <laughs> uh, that's that's it. That's okay, so Scoob exclamation point. Um, oh yeah. Oh wait, I. Let me say my letterbox. Zach Efron was Fred. Will Forte was Shaggy. Ew. I... Amanda Seyfried was Daphne. And Gina Rodriguez was Velma. Will Forte is great, but I don't really get the logic behind casting a like 40 something year old man with like it's 20 years. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like that uh, for Shaggy, I don't think that's really but i do generally like him it's just not for that um my letterbox blurb tonight uh when i logged this again was uh scoob 2020 found dead in miami mine was actually along those lines fuck scrappy do with two exclamation points damn <laughs> so <laughs> so kira what are you <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to seem like that i just i didn't know how to reply anyway. um <laughs> so, uh, what are your childhood memories with Scooby-Doo? So, this was actually my first DVD I've ever gotten. Isn't that wild? 
That's um, so wild. <clears throat> the wild. Don't remember the year that it came out. Oh, fuck. I'll, Ew. I'll throw, gross. I'll, Ew. Throw an, I'll throw a number out there. The wild. 2006? Yeah, it is. I, wait, let me just say, I the only reason I know that movie is because mm-hmm. the night I moved in from like my old house to an apartment, mm-hmm. I had my portable DVD player with me, and that was the only source of entertainment I had on a night where we didn't have like uh, internet mm-hmm. or cable. So I just watched The Wild on a portable DVD player, and I fucking hated every second of it. Um, Madagascar could never... Just kidding. Jesus Christ. Other way around. Um, remember when Clocks by Coldplay was in that movie or something like that? No. Oh, okay. I, I'm, I've tried Wait, very hard to say... repress that memory. Very hard. I was just going to say it again. I was just going to say, okay, I'll go fuck myself then. Before we started recording, Adam and I had a moment where I've been annoying him about this one particular subject for the past few days. Um, which we will not disclose on the podcast. For legal reasons. For, le- <laughs> for um, life reasons, for well-being reasons. Um, so I annoyed him about it again because there was an update in the situation. And every time I talk about it, he sends me back a picture of Lights Camera Jackson <laughs> in his Booksmart review because in that moment he says... If you don't have anything nice to say, then don't say anything at all. And then he stares into the camera. If anybody hasn't seen this review of Booksmart by Lights Camera Jackson, I implore you to go see it. He released it on my birthday as a birthday gift to me, which I like to think last year. Um, And I have never laughed harder at anything in my whole life. Um, So anyway... (laughs) Every time I bring up this one subject, Adam will send me a picture of Lights Camera Jackson in a disapproving way, meaning that he doesn't want to say anything about the subject because he just does not approve of my situation. Um, (laughs) So I brought it up again to Adam. He sent me the picture of Lights Camera Jackson. (laughs) And I sent back, okay, I guess I'll go fuck myself then. But it auto-corrected to, okay, I guess I'll go fuck my sled then. And... Not even one second later, Adam sends back, (laughs) okay, pack it up, Citizen Kane. (laughs) Damn, I'm the can comedy over here. (laughs) We're both just, like, turning into the Joker. (laughs) Deadass. No, I'm, like, fully, like, I'm at the, I'm at, like, I'm post-Joker, like, when he's in the mental hospital at the end. (laughs) When he's just running in a circle. Yeah. Um singing that's life or listening to that's life whatever it is yeah Yeah, like i'm post joker yeah 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 sure um (laughs) yeah i'm i'm post joker baby because i'm the the joker baby okay never mind um (laughs) (laughs) i don't remember what i was getting at i don't know why i started talking about because you oh we were talking about the wild okay so yeah so (laughs) scooby-doo was so the wild (laughs) um oh i got a dvd player i believe in 2002 like because this came out in the summer i got a dvd player for christmas um so i got this and i got a veggie tales christmas movie and those were my first two dvds ever um real veggie tale fans got jonah a veggie tale story that came out later did it yeah okay well i'll go 
fuck my sled then. Um, so, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, my, I mean, did you like this movie as a kid? Yeah, I was thinking while I was watching it, like, this is probably the scariest movie I've ever seen. <clears throat> yeah, I told um, Mia, because she watched with me tonight, and mm-hmm. uh, I told her I'm like the ghost at the beginning. Yeah. Um, legitimately creepy costume design. Like this movie, like I feel like like it's not even like scary. It's just like very like eerie. It's like, very um specific in its aesthetic, which I like. Yeah, it's super unsettling. Like between like um which like the set design of it is like beautiful and like so mm-hmm. intricate, but I feel like yeah, like the aesthetic of it is just something that's so unsettling. And like the whole idea of like souls floating around and like switching bodies and like um I don't know, like people being possessed. I feel yeah. like that's terrifying for a child to see. Well, I saw this um this was the first advanced screening I ever went to as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like I saw it, I guess I was like what, four? Yeah, in June twenty twenty or uh two thousand two, I was four. And uh, I remember when my, my mom got tickets from, like, their local newspaper. Mm-hmm. And we went to, like, a... I don't know if you've ever been to one of those screenings, but, like, it's a 10 a.m. screening on a Saturday. Yeah, I saw RV like that. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I remember going, and I told I Mia felt this... like to, a fucking celebrity. No, me... Every time I went to a screening, I felt like one. But, like, I remember... Um, I told uh, Mia this, but I don't know if you remember, like, this specifically, but they had Scooby Snacks. Um, like graham cracker Scooby snacks. Yeah, I think they're still around. I don't know if kids care, but yeah, I used to. Uh, yeah, Scoob didn't influence them. Um, yeah, no. But um, I remember like going to the 10 a.m. screening of this, and I had my booster seat because we were in the middle <laughs> of the theater, and I had like my Mott's apple juice and a pack of uh, graham cracker Scooby snacks, and I was That's fucking ready to go. And I remember being hyped and then immediately like hiding behind my mom's arm when Mm -hmm. the ghost happened at the beginning because it fucking terrified me like and not even just the design of it but also like he like legitimately tries to kill them (laughs) like he blows fire at them (laughs) listen um like a conveyor belt turning on at an inopportune moment is the lineal canon yes and also a random celebrity cameo in the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Why? Pamela Anderson. Why is she in Scooby-Doo 2002? I, for some reason, I would think that Pamela Anderson would be a more like out-of-left-field cameo than Simon Cowell and Scoob. But it, for some reason, is not. Uh, this one actually somehow works better than the one in Scoob. Yeah. Um, because um, for some he, reason Simon Cowell is in Scoob 2020. Because he pops up at that because uh, I don't even remember why. But uh, in this one, it's because there's some like conspiracy like with the celebrities or something, and then it's like uh, uh, she's friends with Fred because of course she is, which I think is kind of funny. Yeah. So like it's it's already better than the cameos in Scoob. Yeah. Um, and also, okay, so the CGI in this movie is not great whatsoever but no i said uh scooby's on some kangaroo jack shit but the acting the cgi acting in this movie like people like for example uh, matthew lillard like acting alongside cgi Mm scooby-doo is 
1,000 times better than like Jerry O'Connell or Anthony uh, Anderson acting alongside CGI Kangaroo Jack. Like you, even though it's like really cartoonish, it works better because it's fucking Scooby-Doo. Like, yeah, it kind of like there's a charm to it that I like. You were like a Scooby-Doo kid, right? I was a huge Scooby-Doo kid. I, um, I remember because like my grandma, like she didn't really let me watch a lot of Nickelodeon when I was ever like at uh, my grandparents' house. Mm hmm. Or, like, Disney Channel. So I would either have, like, the Hanna-Barbera channel or, like, PBS anytime mm-hmm. I was there. And I would always go to Hanna-Barbera. Like, if Mr. Rogers wasn't on, I would go to Hanna-Barbera because of Scooby-Doo. And I would, like, watch the original show, the pup named Scooby-Doo I loved. Um, I watched these both of these movies religiously. And... I had like every movie they ever did, like Zombie Island, Cyber Chase. Like I had every single one. Um, so yeah, I was a huge. I don't think I realized it until you just brought it up, but I was a huge Scooby Doo kid. Mm. Yeah, I think this is like my only uh, relationship to Scooby Doo in general. Yeah, and I think <laughs> we what? What? Okay, go on. I have to say something after. Oh, I just a quick thing, but like I think rewatching this tonight, it gave me an even deeper appreciation for this movie, where it's like I loved pretty much everything Scooby Doo when I was a kid, and honestly, like the idea of making a live action Scooby Doo sounds impossible to me, and the fact that they even did it at all is really impressive. But the fact that they made a good movie, in my opinion, at least with a genuinely great cast who own all the roles. Yeah, I, was I can't thinking believe that it. Too. This is yeah. probably like the most perfectly cast movie ever. Also, and that's not an easy feat either, because like these are yeah. hard characters to cast, and they're iconic roles, and they did yeah. it perfectly. Yeah, Sarah like, Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prince Jr. Um, icons, legends, beautiful. Love them so much. Wait, can I just say I met Freddie Prince Jr. at a Star Wars. <laughs> I met him at Star Wars Celebration in 2017. Because <laughs> he, he voices one of the characters in Star Wars Rebels. Oh. And I was at the press junket for that, interviewing them. And he is... I told Mia this today. I'm like, I, I, like no hyperbole. He mm. is the nicest man I have ever met in my life. <laughs> like, he, com- so. he complimented my shirt and was like, how you doing, buddy? And I'm like, I told him this was like my first junket. And he's like, he's like, all right. He said, it'll be easy. He said, I won't... <laughs> He said, I won't, like, make, be, like, a diva or anything. <laughs> and he just, like, he was so, he was, like, a, he was just so nice. Like, I just felt the need to say that. He was, like, the nicest person ever. Like, even nicer than Kira is to me. <laughs> like, I nice was person. so mean to you. What are you exactly. talking about? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so what were you going to say before I cut you off? So, <laughs> two things that are both Kira, Kira Cannon and Adam Cannon. Mm-hmm. So, Adam Cannon... Um, Freddie Prince Jr. was nominated for a Razzie for Worst Supporting Actor, but he lost to Hayden Christensen for Attack of the Clones. Wait, who who was nominated again? Freddie Prince Jr. For this? Yeah. Why? He was great. He's he a was great so friend. good. Yeah, that's... Um, no, they're stupid. And then, well, the Razzies are fake. They're so dumb. Like, yeah. And then... Kira Cannon is the fact that um, in the UK it was uh, the top of the box office for two weeks and then it was taken over by Goldmember. 
Oh, great. <laughs> um, Matthew Lillard, meet Mike Myers. <laughs> Mia keeps wanting to watch Goldmember with me. No, and I'm just, just like, watch the first, like, ten minutes. Like, but she's, like, a completionist. Like, she okay, has yeah, to then watch it. it then. But, like, I'm, like... <sighs> I'm like, I want you to finish the series, but, like, it's not good. Like, I don't know. Like, it's I the don't... best movie opening of all time. However, the rest of the movie is not good. Yeah, <laughs> I'll say um, it as a massive Austin Bowers stan. Literally. It has its moments, but, like, the but the opening is pretty great. Um, can I also just say, the producer of this movie has maybe my favorite name of all time. Oh, I think I saw it. What is it again? <laughs> Richard Suckle. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I was looking at cinematography by by David Egby. <laughs> Wait, so Richard Suckle, aka Dick Suckle? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I just ruined this whole this man's wow. whole career. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely seen his name before. He wait, let me read his. What tomography. else has he done? <laughs> he did Scooby Doo. Yours, mine, and he ours. Did Scoob. Yeah, okay. When Sean and I watched Scoob, um, I think we said that. Um, what a probably. Name. Wonder Woman, uh, Suicide Squad, okay. and of all movies, American Hustle. <laughs> I think he just is Warner Brothers. But Amer- like some of these aren't even Warner Brothers. Like American yeah. Hustle, Sony. Like, so right, I don't. I'll go fuck my sled then. <laughs> Let's never let that die. Um, and also, weirdly enough, this movie is written by James Gunn of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy fame. Yeah. So it was supposed to be an adult film similar to how... Uh... <clears throat> Wait, Mike Myers expressed interest in being shaggy. Hold on. He would... Okay, I'm sorry, Kira. I know... I know. He would like... not be good at it. Okay, thank you he for He would be horrible that. at it. I, I Literally, won't ride Jim him Carrey off. was supposed to play Shaggy. What the hell is that? He would have been too know. old by 2002. Like, if he was doing it in the 90s, yeah, but, like, I don't know, like... Mike Myers literally wouldn't be able to be Shaggy. Oh, I meant Jim Carrey, yeah. Mike Myers, Oh, Jim no. Carrey? Not yeah, even I mean, Jim Carrey. Well, like, I don't know. 90s Jim Carrey, <clears throat> maybe. Like, you need, yeah. like, a skinny, like, dweeby guy. Well, that was, uh, I mean, Jim Carrey could have done it in the 90s. Like, that's that's dumb and dumber. He's too, like, chaotic, I think. I, I don't know. Like, he's done subtle enough. St- I don't know. I, I think he could have done it. Mike Myers, though, I, like, I can't even imagine that. That would have been... No, um, it would have well, been actually, great, but well, I can't actually, imagine it. <laughs> actually, no, wait. If it's, like, Wayne's World, Mike maybe maybe yeah true yeah i just thought of that because i'm like he was pretty skinny back then so like and not to like you know he has a little he has a little cute tummy (laughs) yeah um oh yeah so that's what i was gonna bring up uh when i saw it early no 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 not him having a cute tummy having a cute tummy (laughs) that's not what i was uh the whole rated r thing yes um i was gonna because i saw that when i was uh reading it uh, before we recorded and i said mm-hmm. i'll just bring it up during the episode um because i didn't know that before uh before this yeah it's um, like we don't have sean to tell us that there was a rated r cut of the movie <laughs> <laughs> um maybe we can uh, go back on seltzer cast and <laughs> talk about it yeah. um so where did i read this i'm trying to find the sentence that i was at okay Under I'll production just... development 
<clears throat> no, I know. I was trying to. There's something else. Okay, yeah. So they like apparently had like more like cleavage in this movie, and they edited it out with CGI. Mm-hmm. And apparently, uh, Dalma and Daf- and Daphne kissed in this movie, and mm-hmm. they cut it out too. Um, and Sarah Michelle Geller said it wasn't just like for fun. Initially, in the soul swapping scene, Dalma and Daphne couldn't seem to get their souls back in the woods, and so the way they found was to kiss, and the souls went back to their proper alignment. Damn! Wow! <laughs> Damn! <laughs> It seems like they just want an excuse to kiss. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, yeah. So I guess, I mean, that's kind of it for the um, production. That's kind stories. of it for the episode. Yeah, that's it for this week. Um, well, um, it was it was supposed to have a darker tone, poking fun at the original series, similar to the Brady Bunch movie. Yeah. Um, they left in all the marijuana references, obviously, somehow. Because <laughs> I think it's, they get a because that's the original series too. Like it's just like they're clearly potheads. Like mm-hmm. it's they do everything but directly say it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, apparently, there are deleted scenes, like unrated scenes, essentially on the DVD releases, and I couldn't find my DVD at the moment to look at that. So I'll let you know soon. Um, I'll go on YouTube after we're done recording. Oh yeah, YouTube exists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. In 2017, James Gunn said that there was an R-rated cut of it. See, I almost—I don't know which one I want to see more—the R-rated cut of this or Kangaroo Jack. I'd rather see this. It's probably so funny. I there Kangaroo is part... Jack is probably still bad. This is probably oh, so funny. It it's def Kangaroo Jack's definitely bad, but I feel like Kangaroo Jack is more of a mystery. Whereas this I can see where it would all be. It yeah. would largely be the same movie, but Kangaroo Jack would be a wild like a completely different movie. Like yeah. with an R rating. So I don't know. But either way I would love to see a like a director's cut of this movie. Because What a mystery. Speaking of mystery. <laughs> Damn, got me there. Um, so Scooby Doo. <laughs> um, so the like, m- okay, actually, before we go to the mystery of it, like mm. the, I, it, I usually hate Scooby Doo tropes where it involves them breaking up, because, mm-hmm. I mean, I hate that's what I hate about Scoob too. Like in that movie, like fully rode the whole breaking up thing, like split up the team angle from like beginning to end. It had us with like fucking Mark Wahlberg for eighty percent of the movie. Yeah, um, yeah. This is just a we're hating on Scoop the entire episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you fucking okay friends. over there? <laughs> Sorry, I forgot I have a good microphone. <laughs> All right, like, Iron dropped. Man, pack it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll try and be quiet. Sorry, I forgot I have a microphone that like picks up every single noise now. It's not like you're fucking hitting a frying pan over someone's head for, like, a few times. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. It's not even anything bad. It's the fact that I have a can of cold brew coffee that's empty on my desk. And then every time I move, it, like, shakes. Um, I'll take it off my desk, though, if it's annoying you so much. I... (laughs) (laughs) Just do, like, a boink sound effect every time. (laughs) 
in post. Just like edit. Boink. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I, I know the listeners are like getting annoyed, so I'm just gonna All try right. to move. I'll go recycle this can. <laughs> Gotta go. Um, I, I'm out. Gonna go recycle a can. <laughs> what I was saying was, I think, <laughs> I think I hate the trope of this, the gang like breaking up, and mm-hmm. the entire movie is about them getting back together. But I think it works in this movie because it's genuinely sincere in the way it does it, especially like when it comes to Scooby and Shaggy, like there's a bit at the end, not to jump ahead, but like, it makes me tear up. Like every time I watch it, I mean, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. When he gives credit to Velma. No, between Scooby and Shaggy, when he's like, uh, when he has the, the, the soul thing in him and he's like, uh, he's like, who's my best buddy? Uh, he's like, oh yeah, Ruby Rue. I'm like, God damn it! Every time, like, yeah. it makes me cry. And like, whoever, I don't know who was Scooby Doo in this movie, but the voice is fucking incredible. It's so good. Like, I I looked it up earlier. I can't remember his name, but it was his only time playing Scooby Doo. This in the sequel, he's Neil never done had. it before or after. He's um, a stuntman and a dog breeder. Oh, well, I don't stand Spends a second. Spends his time around dogs, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Like, the entire mystery of this movie takes place on uh, Spooky Island, which mm-hmm. uh, iconic. I love when something takes place at a theme park. Personally, yeah, I love it. Um, and also, I love the aesthetic of this theme park it looks this was actually shot at warner brothers movie world in australia have you ever looked at that theme park i have not okay it's absolutely fucking insane you gotta look at it later what warner brothers warner brothers movie world in australia and also warner brothers uh theme park in abu dhabi the one in abu dhabi is insane hmm I uh, I can't I like I'm looking at the pictures now but I can't imagine it being filmed here. Like I mean I know they obviously like dressed it up but like they would have to do like a lot of redesigning for it to Um I guess I be- like I believe you. I'm just saying I don't know <laughs> like it, if it's uh... like a hotel and stuff like Oh, was it just the hotel that they filmed it at? No, like the whole thing on location. Oh, okay. Then I don't know. Like I don't know. So I don't know. Like that. Um. But I've always wanted. Like when I was a kid, I wanted to go there because it looked so cool. Mm-hmm. Like just the island aesthetic of it is really neat, and like all the like little like I don't know, like the little voodoo creatures. Mm-hmm. They're just like it's so creepy, and like the thing I love about it, and we talked about it earlier, but like the aesthetic of this movie is really really cool. Like especially like when they go to the fire thing a little bit later, and that guy who's like all neon. Yeah. Like it's just a cool design like a spooky design and i'm really wondering like did everyone who saw this movie at a young age like were they low-key traumatized by it but they were so like they didn't want to say anything to their parents because they love scooby-doo yeah honestly like it was really creepy to uh to be uh honest here (laughs) well like i um i was talking to mia about it tonight because um she's uh, she doesn't want to leave a voicemail, but she wanted me mm-hmm. to say that, um, like, this is the movie that, out of any other things she saw in her childhood, gave her the most nightmares as a mm-hmm. kid. 
and she only saw it once, but it gave her so many nightmares because it, it was so sense. like engraved in her mind. Um, and yeah, I get it because like it's genuinely spooky. And I was wondering if that would hold up on a rewatch, and I think mm-hmm. it does. Like I think the horror elements do. Yeah. Um, like I said, it's just very jarring. Uh, there are some things in it that I'm just like, uh, I don't like that. It makes me really uneasy. You like know? in an actual critical way or like a... No, like in a creepy way. Okay, like, I, yeah. I love this movie, but yeah. Like, well, there like, are things in it where I'm like, ooh. It's kind of crazy to me that they had to trim it from a PG-13 to a PG, and then it was still creepy. Like, yeah, well, they trimmed it from R to PG-13, and then it ended up being PG. Yeah, so I'm wondering, like, what... Like, did they trim any spooky stuff, too? Like... Because it seems like they just trimmed, like, the jokes, like, the R-rated Yeah, like, raunchiness. Yeah, so, like, I'm... But I'm wondering if they also trimmed, like, actual horror in it. Because the... the Like, we already discussed, like, the premise, like, with the souls leaving the body and, like, the giant-ass monsters mm-hmm. who are genuinely creepy and ugly designs. Like, yeah. that's all there for, like, a pretty, like, spooky One of movie. the monsters was voiced by the guy who voiced, um... Crush Bandicoot and Wacko and Animaniacs. That makes I I can't express why, but like I can hear like similar grunts. That is millennial canon. <laughs> I can hear like you know like when Crash Bandicoot like dies or falls over. It's like Oof. yeah, when Crash Bandicoot fucking dies. Yeah, like it, the same noise is made like whenever Scooby fucks with one of the monsters in this movie. So like mm-hmm. I, I I believe it. Um, good find Kira. Uh, yeah, no problem. I just hovered over somebody's name on Wikipedia. So, like, who is your favorite, like, mystery gang character? Um, I mean, Shaggy by proxy. Yeah. Has um, to be Shaggy. Um, I think mine's Scooby. I don't think I used that word correctly. I meant inherently Shaggy. It has to be Shaggy. Um, I don't know any words, guys. I'm an English major. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> I am a grown adult in an English degree. Um, no, I think I like, I mean, I like all of them. I think there's such a nice balance, you know? It's, uh, I mean, what are they? Just characters with all different personalities? Like, yet they <laughs> well, all get I, along together? <laughs> well, that's the message of the movie, I guess. They bond they, over their differences. They, uh, they work together. They, yeah. they, work, they do their best work when they work together. Exactly. And, and um, that's all you really need in life. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, this is a genuine, genuinely really good ensemble, I think. And mm-hmm. like, they just, even when they're apart, like, you can, like, I don't know, like, even like when they split up to like smaller teams, like mm-hmm. that one scene with uh, Fred and, uh, uh, oh, what's her name? The, the nerdy one. Uh, Velma. Velma. Sorry, I don't know why I blanked. Uh, with Velma. <laughs> and I blanked for a second. John Dillman. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, like that, like scene with them, like walking through the roller coaster. Like it's genuinely funny. <laughs> yeah, it was also cool, like seeing them like walk through the ride. I think that was really, really, really cool. Like those physical sets in this are so cool, and it's awesome yeah. that like only like the creatures are and Scooby are CGI. Like literally, like nothing else is. Yeah, and that's what I, I love about this one and the next one, because they, like, 
all have like spooky like haunted houses or mazes or traps mm-hmm. and this is like one of my favorite parts of the movie like not only like the scene that they're in with like the blades coming down and the uh the coaster like going haywire mm-hmm. but also like when shaggy and scooby get like uh locked up in the food it's like yeah it's like funny but it's creepy at the same time like and yeah, also it's just, like very unsettling <laughs> i love that but it's also funny because he's like uh he said it's plastic you drink toilet water so do you <laughs> <laughs> and also like there's i mean there's a lot of funny parts in that scene like uh also like when uh fred is like hey nerdy girls turn me on too like there's just yeah, so many jokes on surprise made it in this movie yeah like yeah. it's pg and they had that joke I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I uh, I thought it was... No, also, I felt the same way when I heard that. I was like, wait. Like, a lot of the jokes, I was like, wait, did you actually just say that? Well, the one... It wasn't, like, so much because of what they said. I mean, it was, but, like, not because of content, but because I didn't even realize that was a phrase back then. But mm-hmm. at the end, when Scooby tells Shaq, he's like, you're whipped. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't even realize people said that in 2002. Hello? What? Oh, <laughs> I was just you were talking. quiet for like two seconds that you cut out. I was talk. I guess I maybe did, but um, I I was gonna say uh, I didn't realize people said I'm whipped or whatever. You're whipped back in 2002. I didn't realize that was a thing back then. Yeah. So no, I, know. I know that was really funny. Also, I have to say, okay, this entire movie could it be considered an allegory for um, like uh like a warning against like weed because it's like it'll ruin your life and come between you and your boy because like her name is mary jane and like she's the one that like gets between him and scooby is this like an anti-drug psa no i think it's um a bros before hoes psa okay yeah cool so that's it for zonal canon this week we're just going to really quick take a break for a word from some of our sponsors. Thanks, guys. Folks, do you love movies? What about the scary ones that give you chills? It sounds like this October, Superyaki is the scary place for you. The team at Superyaki loves movies, so much so that they've dedicated every frightening moment of their life to bringing you top quality merchandise to showcase your love for them. And this month, they're going full scare zone, with an entire collection highlighting some of their favorite spooky movies, from The Addams Family Values, Halloween, Scream, and an entire collection dedicated to the one and only Guillermo del Toro. The folks at Superyaki are here to help you live your spookiest Halloween. Plus, the team at Superyaki screen prints all their apparel using eco-friendly, 100% water-based inks and ships with compostable poly mailers for an environmentally friendly alternative to online shopping. On your next order, Superyaki is giving you 10% off with the code SUPERFRIEND, that's SUPERFRIEND in all caps with no spaces. Check out Superyaki, that's super Y-A-K-I. The link is in the description of this episode. Thanks so much for sponsoring this episode, Superyaki. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, so I don't like. Also, Isla Fisher. I didn't. Ex- I didn't remember her being the uh, yeah. love interest in this movie. Um, yeah, I was like, is that her for like until the credits? <laughs> yeah, I I didn't IMDb it until like forty minutes in because like I was trying to like guess it on my own. And I got so frustrated by that point that I'm like, okay, who the fuck is it? And then like, <laughs> it's the hair. She looks different with the hair. But like, she looks. She has like a baby face in this. Like, yeah, yeah. And like, it doesn't really. I mean, you can see it after you realize it's her. But like, I, I wouldn't. I mean, do you have to IMDb it too, or did you just know? No, I just waited until the credits. I don't really care. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm the only one stressed about it. Um, yeah, I don't know. She's. <laughs> She's, okay, um, can I just say the the scene, well, the image of her like pulling her face apart, absolutely scary. terrified me. That was the like only, to this day. Th- there's two scenes in this movie that creeped me out when I was a kid: the beginning with the ghost and that, and I think even more so that. Because mm-hmm. I there's just something about like it's just it looks it's not right. It's bad. I don't know if it's like the bad CGI or just like. The idea of somebody just like pulling their face oh, off. It's like, both. I feel like even like in Scooby Doo, like this is like a trope, but I feel like obviously, like in a lot of Zillennial movies, and it only gets worse as like CGI is used more. Like the idea of like pulling somebody's face off to like reveal another face. Well, that's, that's it's terrifying. different though. It's, it's different so though. scary. It's different mean? though in this because like. In this, it's just them being like demon monsters or whatever. Like, there's a demon under their skin, but like yeah. in regular Scooby Doo, it's just like them being in a monster costume. Like, it's just like they pull off a mask and it's like, oh, it's a human being underneath a monster. It's not actually a monster. Which that's why I loved about the old Scooby Doo cartoons is like it's saying, oh, there's like it's usually just a force that you can beat. There, everything you're afraid of in life is something that's a, like that you can face, right? Yeah, but in this, it's like no, it's straight up demons. Like, <laughs> like it's scary, yeah. and that's what makes it unsettling because it's like when she readjusts her face, you can see like the weird skin underneath. So it's already different than what it is in the cartoon, which makes it inherently scarier. On top of uh, shitty CGI and like live action on top of it. So, yeah, yeah I don't, I don't know. Like it's, that scene is just very, just... very again, not to use the same word, unsettling, and also. Yo, like, honestly, Scrappy Doo, giant Scrappy Doo, fucking scary. Like, yeah. Oh my god, I hate him so much. I hate Scrappy Doo. I hate him so much. I'm glad he was found dead in Miami. Personally, <laughs> I'll kill him again. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um. Yeah, he's. Uh, they do a pretty good job at making you hate him. Like from that flashback he's like, scene. He's like I think the only thing like in this movie that is dated in the way that it's like because like even like the Sugar Ray cameos and stuff, um, which I said this Ethan Hawk looking motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, even like like the Sugar Ray cameos and like the music and like the style, like it doesn't feel dated because it feels like it the movie itself holds up so well because it yeah. feels like almost like a parody of the time period. Like, um, so it just like doesn't feel dated in that way. The only way that it feels dated is with fucking Scrappy Doo. Like his whole 
aura is just so like 2000s family comedy to the point where like it's like the little annoying sidekick that you just want to like take and like kick across the room well to like, be fair though that's why he's and that's the how villain. i feel about olaf also but, but that, that's why he's the villain no i like, know but just like his like voice and like the like him like pissing <laughs> like there's literally like, a scooby-doo commercial on tv right now as we're talking about it damn <laughs> Why is there a Scooby Doo commercial on TV? Like, what the? What are they advertising? It's like old Scooby. I don't know. I'm curious though. That's the only reason I'm interrupting you. I want to know. It's like, is it a new Halloween special? What? There's a new Halloween Scooby Doo movie. Yo, I gotta, I gotta watch it. Didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm, I'm geeking out a little bit though. Yeah. That's me with ADHD. I just went off. <laughs> it's okay. I accept you. Um, but. Uh, yeah, Scrappy Dude, like, he, I, like, I hate him, but, like, I wouldn't dock the movie points for him because, no, like, same, I just hate him so much. But, like, I think they deliberately made him annoying so you could, like, hate him. So you could justify hating a puppy. You know what I mean? Yeah, he doesn't even look like a puppy. He looks like a tiny gremlin. And not even, like, the gremlins. Like, they're cuter than He him. looks like Dobby's foreskin. Like, he just... He's fucking ugly. <laughs> that's the worst <laughs> thing you've ever said. <laughs> and that's saying something. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so... I don't know. Like, he sucks, but, like... It, and also, like... I don't know. Like, that entire, like, image of, like, Rowan Atkinson... Like mm-hmm. being a robot, like when you take his face off, and there's like those yeah, like robotic yeah. eyes and shit. I hate that. Yeah, it's I I gotta give it to this movie, man. They have some like genuinely unsettling imagery. And yeah, I, it's not even like me saying because I feel like in every episode I'm like I hate that. Like in the point where it's like cringy, like I hate that because it like makes me so deeply uncomfortable and creeped out. I I just I mean I love I mean I already covered it last week obviously but like I love horror and like horror aesthetics mm-hmm. and I have a really big soft spot for like family driven horror movies because that's a lot like what I grew up with as a kid like I watched every Goosebumps movie mm-hmm. like, that was out and rewatching this it just made me happy because I'm like I I knew there was like, a creep factor to it mm-hmm. but I forgot how spooky it is. And I'm curious if uh, whenever we rewatch Scooby-Doo 2, ooh, uh, like, I wonder if that like, holds up, if it's as creepy as this one. I don't remember it being that one. I, I, don't, like, I don't remember that one being that creepy, but I'm curious if it is. Um, yeah, I don't really remember a lot about the second one. Uh, I remember I there's some, like... Have to, I guess we're going to have to rewatch it someday. Yeah, someday. Um, also... Like uh, the Scooby Doo special that I was uh, talking about. Um, actually, wait, is this? It's just called a uh, Happy Halloween Scooby Doo. So, is that I new? Know. I think so. It's because they Happy Halloween Scooby Doo. Because I like I looked on YouTube, but then I don't want to click on the video and have it, like fucking blast in the mic. Um, I guess it's already out. Um, but it yeah, it says 2020. So. Oh no! It says it's available uh, tomorrow. Oh wow! I'm gonna buy that shit. Um, I'm excited. Anyways, uh, see, this is I. I need to <laughs> stop letting my ADHD get in control of me. <laughs> um, so what were we talking about? Um, oh yeah, Scooby Doo too. Um, I'm just 
I need to take my medicine. Yeah, um, who else's birthday is tomorrow? <clears throat> who's? Yours. Oh, it is technically Tuesday, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's after midnight. Yeah, yeah. I was like... I was like, oh, it's the 6th? Damn. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah, by the time uh, this comes out, Adam's birthday was yesterday, so make sure you uh, <sighs> wish him a happy birthday yesterday. <laughs> Tenants in theaters right now. (laughs) Somewhere? (laughs) Tenants in theaters somewhere? Oh boy. Uh, Not even even to get into that entire fucking thing. Mm. I I feel bad for New Yorkers that just didn't get to Mm. fucking see Tenant. Yeah, I don't really care that much. I know you don't, Kira. You've made it very clear. I'd just rather not die for a Christopher Nolan movie. And yeah, let's not get into it. All I meant was, I feel bad for New Yorkers who are, like, waiting it out, and they're like, I can't wait to go see Tenet. And mm. now, like, Regal's closing, and, like, AMC's probably gonna close. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they should have just went to, like, a fucking drive-in or something. Like, uh, It didn't even play at drive-ins here. But I know people that, like, went um, somewhere close by to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, like, live in New York, and they went somewhere, but... Um, hopefully they go on VOD soon so people can fucking see it finally. Mm-hmm. Um, um anyway. what? <laughs> yeah, what's Not up? to change the subject. I mean, really you quick. should, because we're not, not a tenant pod. Yeah. About your birthday, uh-huh. both of your gifts should be arriving literally tomorrow. <laughs> I was wondering, because my, um, I keep checking, like, every day, and I'm like, damn, I hope I get, like, lost in the mail or something. No, I'll let you know. Okay, yeah. It's at your post office right now. Anyway. Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> If it's at my post office, they usually mean, like, it'll be there the next day. So, so you'll get it, like, for your birthday. Damn. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Um, we'll post, a, actually, we'll post a picture on the on the Twitter. I'll take it to my socially distant birthday party tomorrow, and then I'll open it there and tell you my reaction then. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See how other people react to it. <laughs> it do we have to listen to Zillennial Canon to, like, get it? Um, not really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm curious then. Um, all right. Um, so enough, enough about me. Let's go back to, uh, <laughs> shut <laughs> up. I don't, well, <laughs> let's go well, back we to, we were sc- ranting about Scrappy-Doo and how disgusting he is. Um, <laughs> okay. So Velma, mm-hmm. I feel very seen by her and the fact that I also will never get contacts. <laughs> Yo, same. Like my manager at work, uh, like three weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, she said like, uh, get contacts. I'll make your life easier. And I, I wish I had texted her with like no heart emoji. Like, <laughs> yeah, same. Because I keep on like, okay, so masks. I was like, even like before we had to wear masks, I was like, yeah, maybe I'll get contacts. Like I'm like warming up to it. And then the second masks started i was like i can't do this like i finally found masks that'll like work with my glasses but i'm also just like Like the nose guards yeah yeah same uh from target folks (laughs) i got mine on etsy and they're pretty good oh there you go uh uh like the brand goodfellow or um the other one like the women's brand from target you get a three pack for like 10 bucks or something anyway um, yeah, so Velma, uh, 
also has to deal with glasses fogging up apparently when a dude tries to kiss her and she uses that as an excuse to get him to back off um <laughs> listen it's tough because i also am seen by her when it's like i'm only attracted when i have glasses on <laughs> <laughs> um not saying linda carter lady is i was just trying to find when a way she to has glasses off or glasses on when she has glasses on Oh. But I'm not saying that's actually true to her. I was just trying I to mean, at myself. Monsters Unleashed begs to differ. <laughs> Again, I don't actually believe that. I just had to like make fun of myself for a second. Okay. <laughs> well, no, Linda maybe, Carlini, someday, it, maybe someday we'll talk about that scene in Monsters Unleashed. <laughs> maybe. One day. Um, also, Linda Carlini is a literal goddess, and I would die for her. Um, Friend of Friend of Miss Piggy on Muppets Now, the worst Muppets project to date. <laughs> That's it's it's not no uh, the ABC thing is worse. But I haven't seen that, so it just doesn't exist to me. Muppets Now though is not. I didn't finish it, but it's not great. Stream Earth to Ned, <laughs> which I finished by the way. Fucking loved it. Every episode was a banger. Um, I love the Star Wars episode. So it's good. so cute. Okay, I stream Earth to Ned, everybody. So, so good. Also, while we're at it, Linda Cardellini, um, if you love her, watch Dead to Me on Netflix. Um, I didn't think I would like that show. It looks like a wine mom kind of show. Mm-hmm. But but you are a wine mom. Am I? At heart. Do I, do I give you that energy? At heart. Heart emoji. <laughs> Damn. That that's somehow the meanest thing you've ever said to me. I don't I don't know why. <laughs> that hurt. Like you you can literally tell me I'm a dumb fuck and it wouldn't hurt as much as that. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. It's true though. Um but Dead to Me is a really good show and um Linda Carlini is fucking fantastic in it. Um yeah, just had to shout her out. Um but yeah, she's great as a whatever her name is and Sarah Michelle Geller is also really good and I like their friendship in this movie even though it's kind of brief mm-hmm. but like the small moments where they do like show their friendship I really enjoyed it you get more of it in two but yeah 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 uh it's also very like gay it's... <laughs> as it was supposed to be and then they cut that that's like when Mia saw Tenet this weekend, and I was like, I love John David Washington and Robert Pattinson's friendship. And she's like, do you mean their gay friendship? <laughs> I'm like, sorry, I didn't mean to be a straight white male. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I also, one of the, my favorite parts of this movie is like when she fucking wrestles or like just beats a shell that wrestler. Yeah, honestly, like, women knowing how to do karate uh, and being like, I know karate is millennial canon. Okay, it's weirdly believable that she was able to kick his ass. Because, like... (laughs) Yeah, Sarah Michelle Gellar could, like, kill somebody, I think. She's just, like... It's not, like, us believing that, like... It's not even, like, a thing. It's, like, a man versus a woman. But it's, like... She's, like, literally, like, really, like, tiny. And, like, doesn't have, like, a lot of muscle on her. Mm-hmm. Like... But, like... She's, like, just... Do- she's, like, her... Like, instincts and her movements are, like, really fast. So, like, he's... He's, like, injuring himself. 
and like he like tries to elbow her and like he just misses and like breaks his elbow it's like mm-hmm. kind of graphic like he slams or like she slams his head into like bro like, into broken glass <laughs> like it's really rough and uh yeah. the final thing with like her kicking him through the it's guy. pretty good choreography honestly yeah like it was a good fight scene legitimately um and yeah i don't know it was just cool to me i actually i remember that scene being kind of cringy i don't know why mm-hmm. but it worked better this time actually i, I really like it <laughs> Um, I really like the throughout the movie the different covers and samples of the Scooby Doo theme song. Yes. There's like a pop punk one. There's like a reggae one. There's like a rap one. Over the credits, oh well, first uh, there's a cover or like it samples the song from Labyrinth during like the chase scene in the hotel. Mm-hmm. For some reason, uh, like uh, the power of voodoo, 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 babe with the power of that song. Mm-hmm. Um. Don't know why, but that's there. And then over the credits, there is a song by... Hold on, who is it again that does the original music? Um, It is by... Where the hell is it? Soundtrack. Um, It's by literally Shaggy. (laughs) Oh, okay. But there's a line in it, because I watch everything with subtitles on because I'm a dumb bitch. And I was reading the lyrics, and <laughs> there's literally a line that says, This one's for Scooby past the doobie. Scooby. <laughs> 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 it also, the soundtrack peaked at number 24 on the Billboard 200 and number 49 on the top R&B and hip-hop albums. I do think... Uh, well, actually, do you ever think they'll actually make like another live-action Scooby-Doo movie? Um, maybe. I there's a part of me that's like, don't ever touch it again, because like Scoob burned me so badly. But there's also another part of me that's like, you could do something really cool with it in like 2020. Like, imagine a fucking Bloomhouse or something got it. Like, and they just made like oh, a like gen- a dark Scooby-Doo. Not, like, make the horror dark, but make the friendship lighthearted, you know? Mm-hmm. Kind of like the first It, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, like, I, I think mean, you could do something really good with it today. Scoob fucking flopped. Um, so. good. It fucking, dude, I... Okay, I know we keep going back to Scoob, but I don't think I've ever seen, and I know hyperbole, a movie that should have worked. Like, it had all the ingredients of what... Like, all you had to do was do a simple Scooby story. And they mm-hmm. fucked even that up. Like, they fucked the easiest shit up. Like, it it blows my mind. There could be, like, a whole masterclass course on that fucking movie of yeah. how not to do a reboot. Um, so bad. The only thing I like about that movie is the first, like, five minutes when they're kids. And I think it's kind of cute. And then it immediately fucks it up like immediately like as soon as it goes to the future like it's awful after that yeah because the second they go to the future like simon cowell is there yeah but like it's it's okay they, in the sing, beginning. they sing uh shallow from By a star is born and it's I... already dated like the reference is already dated even though it came out like a year after a star is born i repress that so deeply <laughs> 
<laughs> and you brought it back. Will Forte as Shaggy singing Shallow from A Star Is Born. Just put that in your minds, folks. I fucking hate it. I fucking hate it. Um, God, that movie fucking sucked. That's the worst movie I've seen this year. I don't even have to check. I just, I feel like I'm probably... I don't even think I put it on my ranked list. I think I literally just forgot that I saw it. Um, yeah, it fucking blows. Um, nope, yeah, it's at the bottom of my list. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's... I mean, I I don't know, dude. Like, I, I feel like it's not even, like, us, like, being afraid to, like, move on from, like, stuff we loved as a kid. Because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people, like, you know, like, boomers are like, oh, you can't touch a classic. Like, you could. It's fine. You can do another yeah. one. Yeah, I don't care. But, like, it just fucking sucked. Like... It, um... Like, it's hard because it was trying to go for, like, kind of, like, the Marvel Cinematic university type thing. But it's also, like, kids don't know who these characters are. Yeah, no one And, like, a, a lot of other people, like, our age don't even know who they are. So, like, who cares? Like, I don't know. It's, like, weird. Have you ever seen Scooby-Doo on, on Zombie Island? No, but you talk about it and a lot of other people talk about it all the time. We should do it, like, next year, like, for next Halloween. Because that's a, that's maybe my favorite Scooby-Doo thing ever. Interesting. Um, that and Cyber, have you, have you seen Cyber Chase? As in the PBS show. <laughs> yeah, as in the PBS show. Um, no, and Scooby-Doo and the, uh, I think that's what's called, Scooby-Doo and the, yeah, and Cyber Chase. Um, no. I don't, I, don't I, I haven't seen, like, anything else Scooby-Doo, really. I don't know if Cyber Chase holds up or not, but it's. I remember it being trippy, and I had the video game for it. And it was fucking hard. Um, yeah, but um, uh, also, I gotta. I'm surprised we didn't mention this yet, but the scene at the beginning on the plane. Oh yeah, um, fucking. That's a re- lit ass plane. It's oh, dude, yeah, uh, the Spooky Island plane. Um, I want all the planes to go on I to wish like, I was Spooky there. Island. Yeah, mentally, I'm there. Mentally, I'm there at the bar, like that where you could serve yourself on the Spooky Island plane that goes only to Spooky Island. <laughs> With Isla Fisher just sitting next to me, like that's yeah, about literally. It. Um, I, and I also Scooby Doo dressed like a grandma. That's the f- I I genuinely think that's like the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like just the her like him as a grandma. <laughs> it's like so fucking funny. Um, and that's like, like one of the only like. I feel like very like like that and Scrappy Doo are the only two like very two thousands gags but, in this movie. But this but one is actually funny. funny. Yeah, I was gonna say it's fucking funny though. Like yeah. when he gives Fred it's a very kiss. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> and also when she's like, I'm only allergic to dogs and like she he has this like foot up to his fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's so funny. Like it's just it's so stupid, but like I love it. I don't know. Um that's what I'm curious about with the second one, because like I've seen it so many times, and I remember I know it's at least funny because I remember mm-hmm. specific jokes from it that still make me laugh. Mm-hmm. It makes me laugh. It but makes me laugh. <laughs> be watching Scooby Doo too, uh, <laughs> but I'm curious if it holds up as well as this one does. Genuinely, because mm. um, I yeah I know, um, but I think I don't know. This is one I'm. I know I say this a lot, but I'm actually surprised how well this holds up because it has the makings of everything that whenever we talk about it as only one movie, like we're like, oh, it's too dated. The CGI is terrible. Like, 
But um, this it doesn't really matter because I feel like it's like almost like it's such a parody of the source material itself. Yeah. That it almost feels like it doesn't matter. Like I said but about it's... it like being dated, like it really like it just like does not matter. Like it'll never get old because it feels like such a parody of itself. But also like it's a parody, but like also the ways it incorporates gen- like general themes and aesthetics of the cartoon into live action mm-hmm. is really neat and sincere. Like even just like all the like like evil henchmen that are on the island. Like mm-hmm. I I don't know why specifically this one stuck out, but like when uh they're like in the control room for the flights or whatever, mm-hmm. like that's such a Hanna Barbera moment that it's like I'm surprised they even made that work live action. Like these evil henchmen or like just the aesthetics of like like we already talked about earlier about like the spooky houses and the like uh traps and stuff. Yeah. Like even when um Velma and Daphne are trying to get the um like the little pyramid triangle thing, like that like trap that they almost get trapped or like uh that uh Daphne almost get trapped in, like the triangle thing. Yeah, it's like creepy. very cartoonish. It's creepy and cartoonish all at once. And I don't know, it just really works for me. Like everything about this movie, I think works. Um, I'm not saying it's a perfect movie, but I think it's maybe the most perfect live-action Scooby-Doo you could ever ask for. Yeah, I can't think of any other way to do it, really. Yeah, the like I said, the only thing I can think of is if you actually tried to make it like legitimately terrifying, but also <laughs> like do it in 2020, like updated. But there's just something about the charm of this that like I. I'm curious, like, how parents responded to it in 2002, like, that took their kids to go see it. Because, mm-hmm. like, I wonder if um, any parents were, like, taken back by the, uh, like, the crude humor or anything. Or if they were just kind of cool with it. Like, I don't know. Um, yeah. I'm trying to remember if my mom liked it or not. I can't really recall, like, what she thought. But I remember I played it a lot when I was a kid. Like, a lot. Um, so it must have not been too bad because usually she would like tell me to shut it off if it fucking sucked. Yeah, um, I feel like I used to watch it a lot, like strictly because I uh, didn't have a lot of DVDs because those like literally DVDs were like thirty five dollars back then. <laughs> I this I was gonna wait to tell it whenever we talk about this movie, but I felt like I'm gonna forget it next time we talk about it. Um, save myself there um but scooby-doo 2 i remember like when it came out on dvd mm-hmm. like it was you know when you go to cvs and they have like three dvds on display for sale yeah <laughs> that's a little i know camera. exactly what you're talking about yeah like the three dvds at the register at cvs yeah, yeah. it's fucking like citizen kane um pretty woman and then fucking <laughs> scooby-doo 2 <laughs> citizen kane what cvs do you go to no, the I'm, criterion just, the criterion closet i was just kidding obviously but like um i remember for like seven years they just had scooby-doo 2 as one of the displays like for yeah i feel like it's always like scooby-doo um whatever like random new movie there is and the new movie is like 35 dollars listen i'm really upset because my local dollar general closed and that's like on my walk to work and literally every time i would go in there they would have like one of my favorite movies or like a movie that i love on blu-ray for like three dollars yeah and i got id'd to buy both the beguiled and also um 
uh, Edge of Seventeen on Blu-ray um, for three dollars each. <laughs> you got ID'd for that? Yeah. Um, I got ID'd at the register, and the lady the second time when I was getting the Edge of Seventeen, she's like, "This one looks kind of good." I was like, "Yeah, it's really good." She's like, "Sorry, I like have to scan your ID." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> Yeah, the store closed. It's very upsetting. Oh, damn. That's, yeah, uh... it's like abandoned. I just see it all the time. Like, I want to roller skate in there. It's um, just an empty, empty room. The best thing I ever got, like, at my dollar store, um, like, movie-wise, mm-hmm. was, like, a Fox Searchlight DVD pack of, mm-hmm. like, Tree of Life, Martha, Marcy, May, Marlene, Stoker, and, like, one other movie for, like, $4. From the dollar store? Damn. Yeah, from the fucking dollar store. Wow. Um, yeah, like, it was um, from Costco, I have a um, Fox DVD pack that has Little Miss Sunshine, Juno, and Napoleon Dynamite. And that, yeah. in, like, 2012, was a delicacy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, sometimes you find, like, legitimate, like, steals at the dollar Because, like, now it's, like, that sounds kind of, like, whatever. But, like, back then, when you're, like, first getting into movies, like, chef's kiss, like... Oh, no, I... Dude, I would still cop that, like, in a second. No, yeah, same. Because, like, I I have one now that's kind of, uh... I think it's, like, Napoleon Dynamite, super bad. I've never seen this one, but Youth and Revolt. Mm -hmm. uh, That Michael Sarah one. I've never seen it, but I just have it because of the DVD pack. And some other, like, Sony... Uh, I feel like those like DVD packs that just make no sense are Zillennial canon. I love the Adam Sandler ones, but then it's like all of his four worst movies. Mm-hmm. And it's like, come get uh, Little Nicky and Zohan and I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, all for one ninety nine. <laughs> Um, there's one that, cause I always look for Austin Powers stuff on eBay, obviously there's one and it's a DVD four pack, which four pack of the three Austin Powers movies. Uh-huh. And what's the fourth one? Some random James Bond parody film. And it's called like the spy pack. <laughs> <laughs> you should get it. For like just bit. make, just make a three pack of like all three Austin Powers movies. You don't need a fourth one, honey. Like... Once Austin I mean, Powers 4 comes out, we could do is, that. Is that parody like a notable movie or is it just like some I have no idea. I'd like watch it be like a good movie and everyone's like, Kira, shut up. <laughs> 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 um, I don't, I definitely had like one of those for Scooby-Doo. Like it was like four of the animated movies. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember which ones. It, I think it was probably Zombie Island. Um, Cyber Chase. All right, pack it up, Zombie Island. <laughs> um, oh, there was also one I loved as a kid where it was uh, Scooby-Doo meets Batman and Robin. Yeah. Um, iconic. Did you ever watch like the weird like wrestling uh, tie-ins to like Warner Brothers and Hanna Barbera stuff? No, I I know I think that was like after I like got off the Scooby train a little bit. Like that was like in <laughs> 2006, like, seven. All aboard the Scooby train. <laughs> choo choo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, like, that was, what, like, what, 2006, 2007, kind of? Mm, yeah, I feel like it's even more recently, because I know that Tom and oh, Jerry are still doing some weird shit like that. Dude, they did, uh, fucking Surf's Up, Wrestle, or Surf's, yeah. uh, wave, wave Mania, that's the shit. WrestleMania, like, uh, I mean, yeah, WrestleMania, like, bought, um, Surf's Up. 
<laughs> Joseph Salamone has an entire script he wrote for Surf's Up to. Damn. It's uh, actually, I mean, I've read it. Um, actually, kind of incredible, like unironically, like it's a, it's a very moving screenplay, <laughs> and it can only be crafted from someone who has seen Surf's Up too many times in their. I childhood. love that for him. Actually, let me give a brief rundown of that movie. <laughs> it's like called uh, Surf's Up, Surfing the Web. And it's about Cody Maverick. Isn't it about like a laptop getting stolen or something? No, that no, that's why he couldn't. Um, he lost the screenplay. Oh, his laptop was stolen. Uh, yeah. Um, no, the movie is about um the dangers of the internet, and it's kind of like Ralph Brick's internet, but good. And also like, <laughs> um, it's Cody Maverick, Big Z, and Chicken Joe going the internet. <laughs> and, <laughs> Chicken Joe. And it ends with, uh, like, uh, I don't know, like a computer crashing. And it's like a giant wave of, like, cyber mm-hmm. crystals. And Big Z sacrifices himself for Cody Maverick. And it's <laughs> fucking heartbreaking. <laughs> I was, like, literally crying at the end of Joe's screenplay. I'm like, god damn it. We should uh, do a live reading of that on the Patreon. I, we can't find it. It's lost forever. Well, we'll make it. We'll improv it. <laughs> I, he probably remembers it by heart, so maybe. Um, I I know that we have to have him on for that episode. Like he will literally kill me if we don't have him on for Surfs Up. All so, right. Well, hopefully yeah. he's not Fortnite gaming that night. Yeah, too busy on Fortnite. Dead ass. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else to say about Scooby Doo? Um, yeah. So I texted this to Adam, but I wrote this down in my notes too. Uh, during the big farting scene, I wrote, <laughs> "For personal reasons, I will be shitting myself." <laughs> Heart um, emoji. <laughs> <laughs> that scene really shouldn't make me laugh, but it's yeah. It's That's funny. another one too. It's like that should be a cringy two thousands moment, but because like they're so good, like he's so good at playing Shaggy, like it's not. Matthew Lillard in that scene's fucking funny. Like, just his, like, his physical comedy in the movie's on point. He is a fucking king. He is a king. He's a tall king. Just get into Short it. Short king's right? found you, dead. He's a tall king. You have a crush on him. You you do. I do not. You <laughs> Mr. Do. Incredible, take Adam to the principal's... <laughs> Mr. Incredible? I, I say, like, Mr. Electric. <laughs> Damn. I guess we gotta watch Shark Boy. Immediately and have him expelled. Take him to the principal's office immediately and have him expelled. That's me to you. Whenever you say I have a crush on a random, like, male actor. That's and like, then you always admit it. like Average looking. Yeah, like, it's they're like, all it's... fucking ugly and you like them. I'm just gonna say it. It's the personality. Alright. It's the personality for me. Hard emoji. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a movie about blind dating, but I can't think of one. I was gonna be like, pack it up, insert movie title here, but I can't think of one. Uh, All right, well, thanks. <laughs> I don't know. Must love dogs. <laughs> All right, pack it up. Must love dogs. <laughs> I don't even know what that movie's about. I don't know. I think it's about like him meeting a girl, like Tom Hanks meeting a Meg Ryan online. Mm. I think. Is it them? Fuck, I don't... Who who gives a fuck? No, it's know. not them. That's You've Got Mail. Oh, what's Must Love Dogs? I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck? 
Honestly, that is not a Nora Ephron. Oh, that's John. That's John Cusack and Diane Lane. That's like the opposite of Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. I haven't seen these fucking movies. I'm just going off of. uh... Oh my god! Watch stream. You've got mail. Heart emoji. (laughs) No heart emoji. (laughs) Why? Oh my god! I hate you. Have you seen Sleepless in Seattle? No. Adam. What? What? Watch Sleepless in Seattle, please. You will, I want to. You will like, sob. I, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's not a long dude, movie. I, I know, but I, I, can you, can I talk? I want yeah. to, <laughs> I want to watch it with Mia, but she's already seen it and she's just been wanting to watch new movies for the past like month. So I'm kind of waiting. Okay, we'll cry alone to it at like midnight at, at 1.30 a.m. when we hang up our call. Hard emoji. I might, honest. No, I'm, I'm not gonna watch it before my birthday, but I'll watch it sometime. <laughs> um, I don't want to be like fucking depressed. <laughs> it's not um, depressing. It's just very cute. <laughs> okay, maybe. I mean, maybe. Who knows? Uh, as a treat. As a treat. Um, yeah. Uh, also, I like the line. <laughs> He's like, "Your mom eats cat poop." No, Scooby Doo. Your mom eats cat poop. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. It's great. I love that great line. Joke. Um, I, one I of think my everything notes, in this movie is funny. One of my notes, I'm going to do a reading of it. This is one bullet point. I was writing this in real time as a scene was unfolding in front of my eyes. Scrappy-Doo is a fucked up bitch. I hate him so much. Huge Scrappy-Doo. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though... Scrappy is you, like... No. No. Just short. Angry. Angry. (laughs) That's it. Short, angry, heart emoji. (laughs) Scrappy Cornelius do. (laughs) I don't know why, but, like, every time we, like, do the long names, like, Scoobert do... Like <laughs> it's so funny. Also, I was saying to Adam the other day, I didn't know that Shaggy I didn't know that they had last names. Yeah. Shaggy Rogers. <laughs> yeah, I like it at the beginning. Daphne where the- Blake, Fred Jones. I feel like I knew Fred Jones. What's Velma's name? Velma Dinkley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> this bitch is named Dinkley. <laughs> uh, uh... Daphne Blake. Yeah. Shaggy um, Rogers is very funny, though. It's like Maggie Rogers, <laughs> the musician. Did she name herself after that? My neighbor, or my the lady who lives behind me, her name is literally Mad- Maggie Rogers. That's kind of cool. And she looks like her, too. Like, I feel I like you told me about this. And I, you were like, um... <laughs> didn't she, like, offer you, like, weed or something? No, she literally spoke me out. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I genuinely maybe was like, "Am I hallucinating right now?" But it happened because um, I've talked to her since then. But um, yeah, I don't. <laughs> uh, I had a joke about the whole scuba do thing. Oh no, no, wait! At the beginning, like when he like knock the dude knocks on the van door. It's the like Shaggy Rogers and Scoobert do. <laughs> it's, it's like a Mister Rogers and a 
Mr. Do? <laughs> it makes me laugh. Did you, um, do you remember, I think it was a vine, but, like, the girl finding out that his full name is Scoobert Dubert? Uh, no, I mean, no, I don't think I've seen like, that. Like, a girl just, like, sobbing because, and, like, cannot breathe because she found out that his name is Scoobert Dubert. <laughs> um, um, I think it's, like, on a, one of the episodes of a pup named Scooby-Doo when you find out, like, about his, like, the day Shaggy got him. Mm-hmm. I think. I don't know. Puppy Scooby-Doo is fucking cute. Yeah. I kind of want... I love the, um, the meme that's, like, uh, Scooby-Doo's mom, like, holding him as a baby, just, like, staring at him. I've <laughs> Did you ever see that, that meme? No. <laughs> I'm gonna, am I gonna hate I'll... it? No, it's really funny. I'll make a meme of uh, something that you've been annoyed at me for and send it to you. Oh, great. <laughs> heart emoji. No, heart emoji. <laughs> you never watched a pup named Scooby-Doo? Mm, no, can't say I have. Dude, the the theme song for a pup named Scooby-Doo is a fucking banger. Someone listening right now, tweet at us when you get to this point. And tell me that you have also seen a pup named Scooby Doo. It's like a fucking banger of an opening song. Scooby Dooby, Scooby Dooby, Scooby. Like it's so. It's even better than the original, and I don't say that lightly. Like it's it's really good. Um, I wish I kind of want a live action pup named Scooby Doo, like, because it's just him, but he's like small. Are like, the rest of them kids? Yeah, they're all kids. Like, it's really, it's kind of like the opening of Scoob, but like, it's like that's the entire series, and it's also good. So, I don't know. Like, it's just cute. I guess it was like kind of an excuse to like let the actors retire, but keep the show running after the original one ended, I think. But yeah. Hmm. When was that on? Like, when we were kids? I think it was on way before I was born, but I just watched it with reruns. Yeah, it was on from 88 to 91, so. Yeah, I feel uh, like I remember it being on, but. Yeah, I mean, it was always on um, Cartoon Network. And then, Wait, uh, I can't believe Mr. Bean was in this movie. Yeah, fucking Mr. Bean. Um, it's, he, I kind of thought they could give him more to do. He's not really doing much with his comedic chops in this movie, but like, he's good in it. It's just, I don't know, he's genuinely really talented. Probably going to be a curious celebrity crush in like a year. Shut the but, fuck up. Am I wrong? No. Yes, I mean. <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't, okay. Okay, I'm distracted. I'm making you a meme of Scooby-Doo's mom holding him after giving birth looking disappointed. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. <laughs> it He's was gonna... an accident. Is he gonna be your crush? No. I mean, yes. <laughs> oh my Stop. god. Not Mr. Bean. Not Mr. Bean. That's, Yo, that's just... the bar is... It's... It, it, it is that low. If you say it's not, no. you're just lying to no. yourself. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Because, like, if you watch two Johnny English movies, you're going to be like, damn, he's kind of bad, though. <laughs> Listen, I watched Mr. Bean's Holiday so many times as a kid. Yeah. 
I feel like that's a Zillennial film that needs to be talked about. I've never seen that one. Damn. I wow. saw the uh, one that went to theaters. That's Mr. Bean's Holiday. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said Holiday. Man. I thought it was like a Christmas movie. Oh, no, wait, no, no, no. Like Vacation. Like the European version of Holiday. <laughs> I, I, British that's such people. a stupid have... movie. I want to see it so bad again. Let's cover it soon. I uh, Okay. But, um... But like British people, we get it. You have to have different words from us. Like it's, you don't have to fucking do it all the time though. Like holiday, it's a fucking vacation. Like, you know, like it's a holiday. Really, I don't know. I just mm. pack it up, Mister Bean. <laughs> pack it up, Austin Powers. <laughs> it's really well, interesting. Um. So. Is that it on Scoobert Do? I mean, yeah. You have anything else to say, or are we good? Uh, well, I have one note that says Velma with her titters out, but um. Was that what I texted you? Velma has titters. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but she has them out at one scene and then like does not even react to it. Um. Um. Like she like randomly becomes hot, which we'll discuss. Uh, Monsters Unleashed at a later date. Yeah, I wonder uh, when that will be. <laughs> I wonder I if anyone so has much. not picked up on it yet. I hate us so much. I wonder if Joe's ever going to listen to one of these episodes. Joe just will more... never listen to our podcast. He'll just be like, he's when he's going to hear titters, he's like, oh, my influence. He, he probably doesn't remember that he said that. He probably doesn't even know where he is right now. He's probably playing Fortnite. Probably. Or shooting his fucking short movie. No, anyway, posted on his Finsta. I wish I was making movies with my friends right now. Damn. Alright. Pack it up. Why do me and Joe follow each other's Finstas? Nobody will ever know. Literally, he, he like, follow, the entire thing is all my friends follow Joe's Finsta and mm-hmm. all his friends follow mine and we have no idea why. Mm-hmm. My whole thing is, if you can find my Finsta, I'll just let you follow it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I literally don't care. It's, uh... It's, it's pretty hidden. Up. It's it's a great username, though. Right? Uh, I have the best username, I think, out of all of... If anyone wants a hint, it's a lineal no, heavy. No, stop. What? That's, not, that's okay. like a huge... That's a huge landscape. Like, okay. that's... No one's gonna get anything from that. Um... Okay. Also, I think anyone that's listening already kind of probably follows your friends. Yeah, probably. Honestly. <laughs> Hi, friends. <laughs> the five uh, people listening are like, yeah, bitch, we know. <laughs> they're like, we saw you dyeing your hair last night <laughs> in real time. <laughs> We've been there. <laughs> oh, Kira's dyeing her hair again? Pack it up. Finsta. I was going to say my Finsta name. <laughs> you pack it up, Ramona Flowers. You said that to me. I'm, but I'm saying it for the audience now. No, I know. I was going to share that, too, because I laughed so hard. Um, when I was taking too long to dye my hair, Adam was like, I'm logging on in 10 minutes. I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm still sitting here. And he's like, pack it up, Ramona Flowers. <laughs> 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 why is Adam like this? <laughs> why is he like this? This is why Kira loves me, though, because I say this shit no one else will. Because it's so fucking funny, and you come up with it in one second. Like, Pack it up, improv comedian Mike yeah. Myers. <laughs> pack, pack it up, impractical joker. <laughs> Joe Gatto. 
His TikTok's well, pretty good. You um, know what I gotta say? Pack it up, Zillennial Canon. Adam, do you have anything to plug? Um, you can find me on Spooky Island, um, and also on my other podcast, the Aggressively Okay Podcast. Um, we were gonna do a War with Grandpa episode <laughs> this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we push it. Closed. Well, theaters close. Well, I mean, AMC's open. There's drive-ins, so there's mm-hmm. still a way people can see it. I guess um, we're doing it next week if it's still viable to see it next week. I don't know if the world's still turning. Um, mm-hmm. But we're doing a different up this the week. The world's still turning. We're seeing War with Grandpa. <laughs> we were at a dawn, boys. Uh, this week we did an emergency episode, just talking about theaters closing and. Even if All the world shit. isn't turning anymore, we're still seeing war with Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, when they say, I'll stop the world and melt with you, it's, uh, I'll stop the world and watch war with Grandpa. You know, like, the thing that's, like, my biggest fear in the world, like, the scariest thing I ever think of in my whole life is that video of the band playing uh, at the end of the world. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, the military the band playing? No, 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 no. Like, the video that CNN has to play, like, in the moments before the world ends. Do you know about that? Um, I mean, I didn't know they had a fucking video. Now I hate that. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Sorry to bring it up, but I was gonna say... I was gonna say it's War with Grandpa. (laughs) It's 1am, and now I'm gonna have something to, like, go on YouTube. Don't watch it, don't watch it, don't watch it, don't watch it. It's scary. Don't well, you, it. I mean, you already put it. I'm that, that and the emergency broadcast signal are two of my biggest fears in the world. Dude, they did that when COVID happened, and I fucking <sighs> no. Um, so you can find me watching that at 2 a.m. and also uh, on Twitter and Letterboxd at Adam uh, Not Sandler. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. You can find me on Twitter at garlic emoji. And uh, yeah, I mean, nothing else really going on in my life right now. Dying her hair in her bathroom at like 11 p.m. while I'm fucking yeah. yeah, while you're time. waiting, you're like, uh, you're like the Judge Judy gif of her like tapping her watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, guys. Well, all right. it was well, fun. Stay spooky, friends. Yeah, stay spooky. Uh, we have a really good one for you next week, if you haven't already guessed what it yeah, is. Yeah, I wonder what it is. Ooh. Okay. All right. All right. Goodbye. All right, pack it up, guys. Pack it up, guys. Pack it up. Bye. <laughs>